0: Hello and welcome to the Anti-Football Podcast. My name is Chris and I am joined by Harry. Harry, the three months of hell is finally over. Football is back. Oh God, it's back.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not off to the best of starts in my case. But we'll get on to that shortly later. No.
0: Um, your teams are... Mm, struggling a little bit we'll say Um, mine aren't my team's fine Um, but I mean yeah it's just there's nothing to do with no football on oh god I'm so glad it's back Uh, and so is this podcast as well Um, so yeah we're just going to run down all the um, Premier League games that happened over this past couple of days uh, we'll start off with yep. Liverpool versus Norwich. Um, first game of the season. And, yeah, Liverpool, uh, obviously winning this one 4-1. One. Um, they, they are looking sharp, Liverpool. I mean, there's still, obviously 97 points last season proves that they are a quality team. And they did show that. But, I mean, defensively, they did look a little bit shaky, I must admit. Especially from Timu Puki's goal. They did look yeah. a little bit open.
1: Yeah, um, I think... With the first game, probably jitters. Um, they had quite a long season last season because they probably overachieved with the Champions League final. Some of them had to be in the African Cup of Nations, such as Mane and Salah. Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, um, don't, don't get me wrong. Going forward, they still looked like a quality team, obviously. Um, I think Origi in particular played really well before coming off for of Mane. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, they just looked like a really... They, they looked really good going forward. Just looked a little bit iffy defensively. But, that being said, when they conceded, they were 4-0 up. So, there wasn't really much danger a Norwich comeback. Um First no, goal. No, I think
1: that might have been complacency, actually. Yeah, before no art.
0: What I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first goal. Obviously, um, a Hanley own goal. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. They must have taught him that at Blackburn, obviously. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just terrible defending from him, and he'll always be a bastard. What? Because of
1: the Blackburn. Mm. Link. Yep.
0: Always be a bastard. Once you play for bastard rovers, then you're always a bastard. Like there's no turning back. And then obviously, second goal from Salah, um pretty poor defending again from Norwich. Um but I mean on the break they did look like they had a bit of a threat, did Norwich. Especially um Pookie up front obviously last season's championship top scorer. Um, mm-hmm. It looks pretty dangerous in the Premier League. How many do you reckon
1: he'll be able to get this season, Harry? I, it's it's kind of hard to tell because he did score against a complacent Liverpool. They were 4-0 up. Um, I'm going to go with 10. I'm going go with 10. But I th- I think they're going get, to get relegated because I think he's going to be pretty much their sole source of goals.
0: Yeah, I do think 10's probably about right. I mean, is it looks like a solid striker. I do think he's could be playing for a sort of mid-table team in the Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a Watford, for example. Um, but yeah, I do feel like he's... They do look decent going forward to Norwich, but I just feel like the defence, too shaky. I'm not sure they'll have enough to be able to stay up. Although, we're saying that, it was against Liverpool, one of the best attacking teams in the country. So, we don't really Mm -hmm. have a decent comparison point against other teams, perhaps. Against, like, a Brighton, for example. Or, a, um, I don't know, like a Southampton or a Burnley. Just teams what are going to be down there. We don't have a Mm -hmm. comparison. No, we don't. I
1: think, against that first game, it's... Then none of their players would have went out on sort of international um, tournaments, whereas Liverpool's would have had. And Norwich haven't really signed anyone, so I think it's still quite that tight knit. But then again, nine for Liverpool.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, what was it like? One point one million spent from Norwich. I mean, uh, that's a net spend, yeah. Net spend, yeah. Which I mean, for a newly promoted mm-hmm. club, you'll want to be bringing in. You'll want to be spending more money.
1: Yeah, 100 million is about. I mean, Fulham spent that and they went down, so. I well, guess. yeah. That's I mean, playing got it. That's not even playing it safe what they've done. Yeah, but there's a difference
0: between playing it safe and not investing right. That's the problem, really. I think, um, we'll come on to Aston Villa in a minute, but I feel like Aston Villa, they invested well. I mean, they spent a lot of money, but I don't think they're going to necessarily do a Fulham because I just think the signings that they made will have a much bigger impact.
1: I think, um, outside of Heaton, the oldest player was Tyrone Mings at twenty-six. Yeah, all the others were under 24, so they are more investments. So they should get their money back. Or more.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. I do feel like... um, Well, actually, no, we'll get on to Aston Villa in a minute. Um, Just going back to this um, Liverpool game, obviously, Alison got injured and Adrian came on. Um, it, It feels a bit weird that Alison and Adrian are a couple that your parents met on holiday. They're actually Liverpool's goalkeepers, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like Adrian isn't necessarily a title-winning goalkeeper. Obviously, Allison's out for six weeks. Um,
1: there's rumours that, that Liverpool are
0: going to recall Carrius from his loan spell to play in goal.
1: What do you think about that, Harry? Um, well, it came out to do they signed Andy Lonigan on a short-term basis, so I don't know. What if Karras is going to be going over there. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, they're not going to be replacing Alisson, but, I mean, for these next no. five, six games, they're not going to have the quality goalkeeping that they had last season.
1: No. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise it was going to be six weeks, actually. I thought uh, it was only going to be about three or four weeks, so... That might be uh, quite pivotal in that season, this early on, because he's definitely one of, if not, depending on where you stand, the best goalkeeper in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into this debate right now because I'm sure that there'll be a lot of people who disagree with me, so um, I'll just leave this for now. Um, Going into Saturday's game, the early kick-off was West Ham versus Man City. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, early on, West Ham were looking a little bit lively, but I mean they were just completely outclassed by um Man City. Um yeah, there were they, I don't think necessarily that City's quality is the talking point of this game. Obviously Sterling was absolutely unplayable, um, getting his hat trick early on, um and I feel like West Ham were just a bit weak defensively, but obviously that's not the main point of call. The main point of call was VAR's use. Um, It was called into use a couple of times during this game, Um, the main one being Sterling's goal, which was ruled offside. Now, what are your thoughts on VAR overall, Harry, and that
1: Sterling phantom goal? Um, I think it's good for the sport, but the time it takes... Is horrendous. I think that needs much improving, and it's obviously got teeth problems in the uh, first game of the season or first round of games of the season. Um, I like now that they can um, reveal to the crowd the ref's decision, so you aren't sort of left in the dark about it. But yeah,
0: yeah. And what were your thoughts about the Sterling? Goal that was ruled offside.
1: Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter now, does it? It finished five 0 um, and he got his hat trick. But wasn't it? Didn't it take a nick off someone? I think it was going to go down as an own goal, I wasn't think it? Uh,
0: no, I'm on about what? the one where um, oh no, no, it wasn't Sterling who scored. It was Sterling who was offside, but um, it was Jesus's goal. Um, oh yeah.
1: All yeah. oh, right. Okay.
0: Where Sterling was ruled offside yeah, a by a tapping. It was his shoulder, I think, or something that was offside. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's harsh. That is that is literally taking it too far. Like where. What is it? Any body part? What was it? What's the next thing to be a nose, a hair?
0: Yeah. Penis Just, offside. I mean, like. The, what <laughs> advantage does sterling have from his shoulder being offside he doesn't have any like
1: attacking advantage no, should there should be a foot should be a foot a foot yeah cuz yeah, if um, he scores with his shoulder i think that's ruled as handball now isn't
0: it i think so yeah i'm not too sure on that i'd have to i think that's a new rule into it but yeah um i mean obviously VAR's a contentious point. Um, I mean, the other big decision was the penalty um, ruled that Fabianski was off his line. I mean, unlike the other decision, I feel like this was the correct decision. He was off his line. Um, And I just feel like if it's consistent, then I don't have a problem with it. But at the end of the day, VAR still comes down to a human's decision. Like, mm-hmm. so, they're gonna to have to remain
1: consistent with it. Yeah, because we saw at the Women's World Cup between Argentina and Scotland, they forced a retake.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and uh, that, there was a debutant yeah. for quite a few players. Um, Sebastian Haller up front. I thought he had a pretty decent game, considering that the last five nil. Um, what do you think of his performances, and how do you think he'll do in the Premier League?
1: um he looks promising um tall physical player um I saw him play a couple of times last season for Frankfurt I think he's gonna have a good season um because West Ham's certainly lacking the striking department um now that uh what's his face went over to china uh yeah yeah so he's gonna he's going to, he better have a good season for west Ham fans.
0: Mm, yeah. Um, and also, we had a debut in the middle of the park for Man City. Um, Rodri, we didn't get to see Cancelo at right back because um, Carl Walker had a pretty decent game. But um, mm-hmm. we did see Rodri. What do you think of Rodri's performance?
1: Um, good. Good defensive player. I think you, he goes quiet in these sort of games because he is defensive. Because West Ham aren't going to cause as much of a threat as. It's probably like the top seven, which is where I don't think West Ham are going
0: to end up. No, um, but I do feel like he's really picked up that Fernandinho role of the tactical foul as well. I don't know if you noticed that, but um, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the Saturday three o'clock kickoffs. Um, now I'm going to start off by talking about Burnley versus Southampton. Um, obviously. I was there, it was absolutely pissing it down, um, <laughs> conditions were horrible, but um, yeah, um, I just want to talk about that game, because I've in a bit more detail than the rest of the games, um, it was a pretty mm-hmm. quiet first half, um, and I'm pretty sure that Angus Gunn should have been, if not sent off, but booked in the first half, because of a blatant handball outside the box. Um, They didn't show that on Match of the Day, funnily enough, but I mean, I've watched it back and yeah, it was a handball. Um, And something else that they didn't show on Match of the Day was um, Che Adams probably should have been sent off. I saw that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it went to VAR um, and it was ruled no red card. Now, I personally disagree with that, but even if it isn't a red card, surely it should be a yellow if it's deemed no red.
1: I think that's a grey area, isn't it? Because no red. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they need to introduce a, like an orange card. I don't know. That's it's that grey area, isn't it?
0: Hmm. Well, surely, like if it's deemed not a red card, if you have to go to VAR to check if it's a red card or not, and you decide no, it's not a red card, then surely it'll be a, it should be a yellow card. Like if you're saying it's not bad yeah. enough to be. A red card but it's still a bad foul surely that's a yellow yeah yeah I
1: see your point
0: yeah yeah um, And I mean Chris Wood scored but it was deemed offside um, rightly by VAR Um mm-hmm. and I mean this first half Southampton they looked a bit dangerous on the break but I mean they looked a bit dodgy defensively and that came back to bite him in the ass um, Eric Peters Played really well on that left-hand side. Um, scored... Got two assists on his debut. Um, I was really dreading the fact that Charlie Taylor was out, but Peter's played really well. Um, poor defending from the first goal, and Barnes just capitalised on that really well. Um, and basically the same from second goal as well. No-one was marking Ashley Barnes. And he gets his second... Like, I just, He's such an underrated striker... Like, in the Premier League, it's Ashley Barnes. Like, he's a consistent scorer now. Um, And, I mean, he's proved that this game. And, I mean, no one closed down Gubernator for the third. I just feel like it was a really... It was a really good performance from Burnley, but just as much, it was a poor defensive showing from Southampton.
1: Yeah, I agree. And their lack of business is going to bite them on the ass as well, I think. Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I did think Che Adams was a good signing, but he was really quiet against us. Um, I'm not sure whether that was down to him or whether the fact that Ben May just pocketed him all game. Um, but I mean, yeah, th- there was Burnley no one really. Twitter, man. Yeah, yeah. But I mean,
1: like there was no they one really were to saying step up. about Che Adams. Oh, uh, he, I'm glad he didn't sign for us. It's been one game
0: yeah um and I'm not sure whether that was down to just the team in general performing poorly um but I mean there was no one really to step up for Southampton um going forward I mean when Danny Ings came off especially there was just no attacking threat at all from Southampton I mean Redmond had a pretty quiet game but it was probably the best of all of your attacking options yeah um Ings provided a bit of a threat, but there there was just nothing, really, from Southampton. I think you're really going to struggle this season. Am I saying you? I don't support them. Did I say you? I meant
1: there. Huh? You're saying you. I I meant they're really going to struggle. I meant
0: they're really going to struggle.
1: Okay. Maybe Southampton born and bred, but I don't support
0: them. Yeah, because you're Glory hunting plastic, easy. right. Um, no, that's quite easy, so we'll move mate. on to that's a another.
1: Team.
0: Yeah, aye. Right. So we'll move on to another three nil from Saturday three o'clock. Um, Watford Brighton. Now, um, this is probably more of an up, much more of an upset than Birmingham um, Southampton game. I don't really think anyone's expected Brighton to win three nil. I personally predicted Brighton to finish bottom, but I mean. They've what? made quite a few good signings of Brighton. I mean, Aaron Moy on loan from Huddersfield, Neil Morpay up front, uh, Trossard on wing. They've done some really good business of Brighton. Um, Matty Clark. Yeah. And, I mean, that's showed in this game. I mean, um, it was really poor defending from Watford as well, though.
1: Um, yes. Um, I don't think Watford are going to be hitting the heights that they quite did last season. Um they're trying to ride their success of last season whilst everyone else is out there recruiting and strengthening. I think that was a bad mood move.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at the squad that Watford have, um, they're not really that far ahead of the likes of Brighton who are relegation candidates. And I feel like if Watford aren't careful... Um, they could really end up struggling this season. Because um, mm-hmm. it feels like everyone else everyone else has moved forward, but Watford have just sort of stagnated a little bit.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I mean, I know the signing of um, Ishmael Asar from Wren was a good signing on deadline day, but I mean, I'm not sure if that's enough to propel them to try and push for a top-half finish, which was what they were trying last season.
1: I think because the mid-table clubs have all sort of strengthened signing a bunch of big players. Watford, like I said, sort of just trying to ride the momentum of last season, just signing one big player. I think they've, they're have they going to... That's going to... We keep saying biting them on the ass, but, yeah, it's going to do that.
0: Yeah, um... I do feel like they're going to struggle a little bit this season, Watford. Um, and it's showed in this game, because especially defensive, they were really poor. Um, I mean, it was poor defending for Ducore for that own goal. Um, and, I mean, obviously, Florian Andoni and Neil Mope, um two strikers mm-hmm. who aren't Glenn Murray, surprisingly, getting goals for Brighton. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I know that was a criticism that we had of Brighton, um, saying that they relied quite heavily on Glenn Murray last season but I don't think that'll be an issue this season I think Neil Maupay will really kick off in
1: the Premier League yep yeah I expect 10-12 um, to 12 goals for him and I think Brighton should be finishing one or two places higher than last season and then to continue to build on
0: yeah that should be the aim for Brighton. Um, we'll move on now to Bournemouth, Sheffield United. Um, there were two really scrappy goals in this game. Um, and I mean, neither team, to, to me anyway, neither team really looked Premier League quality. Um, I just felt like the. I just felt like neither team had it like a game changer. I know like that Bournemouth brought on, like, Ryan Frazier. Um, But, I mean, like, they didn't seem to have that much of an impact on the game. Um, Yeah, I just feel like... uh, To be honest, I feel both teams are really going to struggle this season. Well, I've gone for... I know uh, Callum Robinson for Sheffield United was a decent signing from Preston. Um, But I feel like, yeah, both teams looked championship quality to me
1: and Bournemouth spent quite a lot on their players I think Harry Wilson would be good for them but um, why did they sign Philip Billing I don't think I didn't rate him too highly at, at Huddersfield I think that's that's a bad move and then they loaned out Harry Arter who I think is really good they signed some guy called Dan Juma. Never heard of him. Lloyd Kelly should be good for him, though. And um, he can play centre-back or left-back. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Bournemouth are pretty ambitious in the transfer market, I will say. Um, I do feel like Philip Billing, he was probably one of the standouts in a very poor Huddersfield team. Um, but you don't know whether that was just his teammates making him look good rather than him actually performing well. I think it was probably that, but um, yeah, and I, I feel uh, Kelly, he did relatively well at Bristol, um, and he's a sort of similar player to Nathan Ake. Like you said, he could play both centre-back and left-back, but um, I'm just not sure if they invested in the right ways. I feel like someone like a Gary Cahill who ended up at Crystal Palace would have been a really good acquisition for Bournemouth just someone who's like proven Premier League player uh, as experienced at the top level of winning things and I feel like that could have really done
1: Bournemouth some good yeah they just they didn't sign anyone Premier League quality but then again I've not I've not seen that Dan Juba
0: no neither have i um just a quick point on Sheffield united um obviously like just get promoted from the premier league um it is just tough just quick yes or no are they staying up? no no um I, a, I think that's Colin a Green resounding Greenfield. no yeah long yeah for
1: them to finish 19th Hmm.
0: Yeah, I I just feel like they haven't recruited well enough, personally. Uh, Don't get me wrong, I would like them to stay up. I really like Sheffield United as a club. Um, And obviously, I'd personally rather Northern clubs stay up. Um, But yeah, I just don't feel like they have enough quality. Um, Moving on now to the last um, Saturday game. It's Palace and Everton. Oh, the last Saturday 3 o'clock game, sorry. Um... Palace and Everton. Okay. Jesus, this was a boring game. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they say 0-0 is a board draw, and they say that for good reason. I mean, there's barely anything to talk about in this game. Um, Morgan Schneiderling got sent off for two yellows. I think that was fair to you. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think the second charge should have been a straight red, though. That's probably the only... That's what I can really add.
0: Yeah, um... I think two yellows was probably fair. To be honest, I do think both of them were yellow cards. I, I do see why he thought it was straight red, though. But, um, for me, it was just a yellow card. But, I mean, yeah, the only other talking point from that game was Zaha being left out of the starting eleven. Um, obviously, yeah. tried to force a move, um, but it was probably too little too late. Um, Everton had already moved on to different targets, like Alex Iwobi. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and... No one was really that interested in him. Palace sort of priced him out of the move, um, and they're just desperate for him to stay. But as we can tell, he just doesn't want to.
1: He did come on though.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I don't really think Palace have much choice. They they needed a game changer, and yeah. they wanted I him. I thought to... Max
1: Meyer was good.
0: Well, that was last season.
1: Huh. No, I mean, I thought Max Meyer was good in the game. Oh, right. He's probably um, one of their more... No, he's definitely the best player for them, in my opinion. But that's all I can add.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, the thing is with Polish, right, they do have some really good quality players. The likes of Milhovic, uh Meyer, like you said, they've got Zaha still got Andres Townsend um, and I mean they've they've recruited they're relatively well as well like they've got the likes of Camarasa uh, Gary Cahill in defence got James MacArthur they've got some really good players but they're not at the level of like a Leicester or an Everton or a Wolves where they're going to be pushing for that top half and pushing for that 7th European spot um, I don't think anybody said
1: that have they? Has anyone actually said that they should be there no I'm just because saying they lack at the back and they lack in in the attacking department especially without zahar i think their goalkeeper's decent but it's a it's an it's a very uh older squad especially now signing Camarasa and Cahill. oh no Camarasa's twenty five right i'll send that one but Cahill say three yeah.
0: Um, I, I feel like they'll be going down. No, no, I don't. I have them around about that 12th, 13th spot. Um, okay. And I think that'd be a decent season for them personally. I mean, they just don't have the quality to try and push for that top half finish.
1: But even without Zaha? I think well, he'll, I mean, still have He's Zahar. definitely going to go I don't in. think they'll lose yeah, but him in I
0: January. Think... Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I just feel like most of the big clubs, they've already signed someone. They've already signed the people who they wanted. Um, and I just don't think Zaha fits into any of the plans, at least not in January. Because, I mean, you rarely see many big moves in January transfer windows anyway, so...
1: Not really, no.
0: No. Yeah. So, uh, the the latest started kick-off, um, Spurs versus Aston Villa, uh, it pained me so much to see tom heaton in a different color jersey for aston villa um but i mean i've been saying for ages that he's one of the most underrated and one of the best keepers in the premier league is tom heaton just the communication that he has with his back line um and the and some of the saves that he makes like if he was five to ten years younger he'd be a 60 million 70 million pound keeper in my opinion and, I mean, yep. he did show some of his quality in this game. I mean, um, some saves that he made um, like were just world-class. But, obviously, mm-hmm. he couldn't keep out Spurs forever. I mean, and leaf with a beautiful strike right in the bottom corner. And a Kane mm-hmm. double
1: makes it 3-1. Um as well, Kane goes on the I don't think any keeper in the world is going to get them. Oh, no, no. So I, I, um, that wasn't on Keaton. No. But I do think that um,
0: Villa looked really pretty good, though. I mean, um, their first goal from John McGinn uh, is a beautiful pass from Tyrone Mings um, over the top of the defence. Uh, and McGinn took that really well. Um, I do reckon he's a good player, McGinn. Um, pretty underrated, uh, in my opinion. But yeah, I, I feel like Villa showed enough in this game. They'll probably have enough to stay up. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that um hundred and forty-four million was very well spent. Um, Tom Heaton looks a good acquisition. I think he might save them a lot of points because he made some world-class saves, like you said. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, really good acquisition was Tom Heaton. Um it pains me to see him go, obviously, but I mean obviously it was either him or Pop and we chose Pope. Um whether that's the right decision we'll see. But um yeah, just moving on to the Sunday games. Um The most notable of these being Chelsea Man United. Um I'll let you right, know sober my this,
1: pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I missed it because I was at Rev Pro. Um Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad I missed it. That's uh, <laughs> this is about my only input on that because everything else is just depressing. Mm. So, do you want to take the rein on that?
0: Well, I will say, to be fair to Chelsea, going forward, you did look pretty decent. I mean, um, Tammy Abraham hit the post um, when it was nil mm-hmm. Um Emerson hit the bar. Was... Emerson hit the bar, yeah. Um, going forward, you did look... Pretty decent, but I mean, obviously, the defence was a big issue. Um, and Kurt Zuma looked like the outlier. Really, he did perform relatively well for Everton uh, last season, but I mean, it Why was just sell him. yeah.
1: Why don't we sell him?
0: I mean, for a, a team that's in the Champions League, he's not a good enough defender, in my opinion. Um, it it was just terrible. <laughs> My only
1: criticism of Abraham was there were two very um, good crosses in the box and he was just too slow to latch onto them and I think if he gets his acceleration better I think he could definitely be um, a good player for us this season but he just seems to be out of position.
0: Yeah, I think it was more that that he was out of position rather than his pace. Um, I do feel like Chelsea, though, with like a better forward, you you would have easily won that game because you would have scored three before Man United would have scored. So um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, the yeah, game I would thought...
1: have
0: yeah. Mm. I mean, to to me, the game would have been dead and buried before new had a chance but um obviously you couldn't convert any of them. Um nope. and, I mean Zuma gives away a penalty for uh foul. Um I agree it was foul. Agree with VAR yeah. there. Um really good penalty from Rashford. Like no I don't think that needed that. VAR,
1: that was clear cut.
0: Yeah. Um brilliant penalty from Rashford though, no keepers stopping that one. No. Harry Kane esque was that penalty. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, but yeah it's just poor defending especially for 2-0 as well Um, Pogba played hoofball uh, over top for Rashford (laughs) to make it 3-0 I mean that's just anti-football at its finest Um, just typical like lower team like for the hoofball over top long ball merchants of Man United um. Yeah, it just makes me laugh how, it makes me laugh how on Sky Sports the description of the goal was, it was a beautiful pass over the top from Pogba, and Rashford takes it down and hits it
1: first time, like, that's our defense was shit. He, he just hoofed yeah. it past us, and Rashford's fucking rapid. That he he was gonna get to it because our defense is shit. Oh, mate, I'm I'm dreading Sunday, yeah. I'll
0: tell you that. It just, it just makes me laugh, though, how if it was Burnley who scored that goal, they'd have gone, oh, typical Burnley, long ball merchants. Like, if it was any <laughs> lower league club, like, they'd have said that. Just because it's Pogba, they have to suck him off. Um, and then, obviously, really quick counter-attack. Daniel James makes it 4-0. Um mm-hmm. Man United really do have a lot of pace in that team though especially in that front three of James, Martial and Rashford Oof, that's a quick front line that
1: I feel like they're trying to replicate Liverpool but they, those players yeah they're fast but they don't have that quality I mean our defence was shit so that's they had a few attempts at goal and Kepa was having an off day I oh, hope we don't have mm. a new Courtois between the sticks
0: yeah. I mean, to me, 4-0 was flattering to Man United, though. I don't think he deserved to be... Uh, of oh, 4-0, sorry. To me, 4-0 was flattering. I don't think he deserved to be a 4-0 win. Um, to me, it just seems like Lampard, he doesn't have the quality of players that he wants for the style of play that he wants to play. Because, um, I mean, you could see, like, trying to build it up from the back... But, I mean, obviously, you've got players mm-hmm. like Kurt Zouma there who just aren't good enough to do that. Um, no. And I just feel like... I feel like he definitely needs a transfer window, does Lampard, before you give him any serious judgment. I know Chelsea yeah. have a history of being quite ruthless with managers, but um, I do feel like you need to give Lampard time.
1: hmm One thing I did love about this style, despite losing 4-0, was we weren't pissing about around the box. We actually were... Playing direct football for once, because under Sari, we were playing like the Arsenal, trying to walk it in all the time, and it rarely worked out. So hopefully, um, our defence can just sorry, our attack can just help our defence by um, trying to outscore our, defense, our opponent. opponents. So we are going to. Yeah, I feel like game, that's going to be the
0: think. only option for Chelsea this season. Mhm. Um. I think if any team if you asked me before this game which of these teams is more likely to finish outside of the top 6 I would have said Man United but just looking off of this game it, Chelsea are looking more and more likely to finish outside of that top 6
1: I don't have I have them both finishing outside the top 6 oh, really?
0: so who do you have finishing in the top 6 outside of the big 6 then?
1: So it'll be, uh, I'm going for Man City, Spurs, Liverpool, Arsenal, Everton, Wolves, United-Chelsea. And,
0: and Wolves, um, that's an interesting one. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they've got Europa League football as well. Um.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they've um, they've acquired some good players and they've got the players that were on loan, now on permanent deals. So, and Jimenez will soon hit the mark. I mean, look at the teams that they've been
0: playing in the Europa League. I think they yeah. can afford to rotate. I mean Yeah, I mean like if you look at some of the teams that we were playing in the Europa League, um last season, like Champions of Turkey, Istanbul by Shikshar, or however you say the name, uh Champions of Greece, Olympiakos, uh and a really good Scottish team in Aberdeen, um they don't compare to the Armenian champions, whoever they were, or Bohemian's FC. Like Crusaders. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's I crusaders. mean Crusaders I can't remember the other team. Sort of P But they're four and a half on aggregate at the moment, so
0: Yeah, um, so it looks like they're gonna get through to group stages then. Um mm-hmm. And it's just like um, I don't think they'll be able to juggle Premier League football and Europa League football that well. Um, I feel like the Europa League is a blessing and a curse. Um,
1: well, we finished third and had a good European campaign, despite how much shit you start. I'm not going to do anything this season. Fucking shit.
0: <laughs> no, but like you have more rotation options and a team like Wolves you've more strength and depth.
1: Mhm. Uh probably not so much this season.
0: No, not this
1: season. No. Um tomorrow's obviously uh, UEFA Super Cup. Chelsea and Liverpool mm-hmm. travelling to Istanbul. I think we get absolutely destroyed.
0: Cuz Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be confident if I practice.
1: were you. Well, I wasn't confident before, but I'm definitely not now. But I know I'm just preparing for an absolute baron. Mm. And uh, I'm going to go on a rant on Twitter, probably.
0: Yeah, you probably will. Um, uh, just moving on to some of the other Sunday games, um, we've got Newcastle and Arsenal. Uh, this was an interesting mm-hmm. game for me. Um, I mean, New- obviously, Arsenal winning 1-0. Um, but, I mean, Newcastle actually looked pretty good in this game. Um Joe Linton, mm, obviously the striker, looked pretty good. Um, but, I mean, they-, they looked pretty dangerous going forward, did um, Newcastle. Like, um, I f- And I feel like it was just one mistake in defence what cost them a point from this game I feel like they
1: probably deserve some at Newcastle yeah I agree um Shelby looked really good actually um probably not the player that he'd sort of think would stand out in that team but yeah he he had a couple of strikes didn't he hit the post I think he hit the post I think he did yeah yeah, I thought he looked good. Jonathan, he looks promising. I think he's... It's not going to be too long until he starts hitting the back of the net. And I think Newcastle's starting to hit their stride early goings. Because they were taking the game to Arsenal. Yeah.
0: Um, and, I, and I mean, St maximum as well. He looks a better player than he did when he played at when he came out to Turf Moor playing for Nice um, he was really quiet that game but he actually contributed when he came on for Newcastle um, mm-hmm. but I mean Arsenal just haven't addressed the problems at all um, defensively they still looked really poor um, yep. and I mean they're going to have to try to
1: devil Louise ain't going to help that I think he's going to cause more harm than good imagine him and Mustafi at the back against Liverpool
0: Oh god. I mean, like I don't see how David Luiz still is still getting Premier League quality transfers. I mean, Arsenal are pushing the for top snake. 4. He's not that he is not a quality player. Like ever when we've known this, ever since Germany beat Brazil 7-1, we've known this and yet he's still getting transfers to Champions League pushing clubs. Like he's a championship level player, is David Luiz. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> Well, you you know what I'm saying though. Like, he's yeah. I don't think he's Premier League quality. Like, I think he's a snake.
1: Yeah. Does I I, I don't know why these players leave it to the last day to just turn about back, their backs on us. Courtois did it, and then we ha- obviously we had the luck of not having a transfer van. We brought in Keper. Now we it, the only backups we got. Uh Tamori.
0: Ooh Tamori, wow. well. I mean to be fair, Tamori looked decent for Derby last season under Lampard. Um And I think by the end of this season he'll be a better player than David Luiz Um i, I to be honest yeah, with you I don't think, don't think you've lost too much with David Luiz about. there, not gonna lie. Uh, just
1: why
0: Arsenal? Yeah. Why didn't he just fuck um, back to France? But anyway, um, we'll just move on to um, the last game, Leicester and Wolves. Um, it just seemed like both teams' quality just cancelled each other out, really. Similar to um, mm-hmm. Liverpool and City last season. Like, neither team had anything that could break through the other team's defence. Um, I mean... To me, though, because obviously, Bolly put the ball in the back of the net, but it was ruled out for VAR uh, for handball.
1: No, then put it in the back of the net. Bolly had a handball. Oh yes,
0: sorry. Um, but I mean, I don't think it was ham handball to me. I mean, I know it did hit his arm, but he had no time to react and pull his arm away. Like it was point blank header into his that's, arm. That's
1: but... the rule change, though. If it hits your arm intentionally accidental, it's handball regardless.
0: Yeah, I know I know I know what the rules are, but I'm just like is the rule right is what I'm asking. Um like there there's no chance there was no chance for him to move his arm out of the way. Um and to me that should not be it that should have been a goal, that shouldn't have been handball to me. I don't know what you think. Well, well
1: it's called football, isn't it? So I d th- I don't think you should be using Um, your arm to give you an advantage I don't think that's fair then again I'm probably going to be hypocritical if uh, Chelsea get a goal ruled out for a handball in the future so you know expect that um but you said about the quality that were cancelling out each other there were some shocking attempts they were flying over the bar Mm. um was it James Bannison? I think his shot ended up near... No, he tried a shot and it ended up going sideways. Uh, it was it was awful. Um, you'd hope mm. that those two teams sort out their attacks early, early on.
0: Yeah, uh, I probably was being a bit facetious there when I said the quality cancelled each other out. Um, obviously, to me anyway... They are two similarly the two similar quality of teams, um, but I mean neither team really showed that much quality um, in this game. Um, But yeah, um, to me, Leicester have the best chance of breaking into that top six. Um, Right. I I just feel like I feel like Wolves are going to struggle too much with Europa League to be able to push. Um and I just feel like Everton like they they just could never do it. Like they always bottle it. Um like I mean e- even the season when we did it Everton weren't really anywhere close to getting Europa League football. Um and they just keep throwing money at the problem and seeing if it'll like solve it.
1: Well, that's kind of the uh that's, that's kind of what most clubs do now, don't they? Everton yeah. don't have a good academy, so I think that's they 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 have to do that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, uh, I just feel like they they're not. I, I know they have this season, but past few seasons, they haven't really invested in that much quality. I mean, no. um, I and
1: just
0: feel Charleston like Leicester have more onion. quality first team players.
1: They definitely got more squad depth. The moves. Um.
0: Well, Everton or Leicester?
1: Leicester have got more squad depth than Wolves. Um,
0: They're probably about the same, Leicester and Wolves, I'd say. I think Everton have more squad depth than them both. I mm-hmm. will say that.
1: Um.
0: But, I mean... Uh, wolves probably have a bit more squad depth, I will say. But I just feel like this season, Leicester will be able to push on more. I can't see Wolves being as good as they were last season to me.
1: I think it ultimately depends on who they get in the they draw. Because if they get a um, group of death, then I think they can kiss that goodbye. But if they get some crappy teams that, that they can afford to rotate, I think they're fine. Because they can stick Katrona up top with Treore yeah. and... Someone else.
0: Well, what what seed would there be? Would there be third seed? Um... I'll have a look. I, I think there'd be third seed. I think I remember... Um... That we'd have been third seed. Um... But I'll just check. Yeah, the third seed. Um... So, like you said, um, yeah, I just feel like Wolves, I just can't see him being as good as they were last season, because they were really good last season, don't get it twisted, um, but, yeah, I just can't can't see him replicating it.
1: Wait, how the hell did you find it so fast?
0: Uh, no, I just looked at what seed we would have been. Um, Oh, Okay because obviously we were in the same position two seasons ago. Um, Now, I know you've got some international stories for us, Harry. Obviously, you're more internationally versed in football than me, so I'll just let you bring up some of the stories that you've gathered for
1: us. You'll know these names. names. Uh, Ivan Perisic has gone to Bayern unknown. Uh, That's because uh, they've lost Ribery, haven't they? He's got... he is a free agent at the moment. I think that's a good move for Bayern. Yeah. Um, he should get the first team football. But um, I watched Bayern last night against uh, Energy Cottbus in the, their like, version of the FA Cup. Nabry looks really good. So I think those two are going to be uh, vying for that left-hand spot. Um, Ilya quim mm, Mangal... I don't know why
0: Arsenal got rid of nabry to me. Um, was he was a really free. good young player for him.
1: Hmm. Um. Where did he? I, I think he went to Hoffenheim first.
0: Well, he he ended up at West Brom somehow, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he went on loan there, and uh, Tony Pulis said something like, "I think he didn't want to pay his wages," or something like that. No, he he made some uh, sort of ridiculous comment. Yeah. Yeah, uh. But Nabri is slowly getting up there. Um, amongst sort of the best wingers. I think one day he'll be there. Uh, next one is Mangala has left City on a free to Valencia. Um. Because that. That. They've now lost Company and Mangala. Which leaves them with Otamendi. Uh, Laporte who else have they got
0: mm, yeah. Uh, yeah as well as John Stones as well um,
1: okay. that's going to be a problem
0: yeah I, I feel like they should have invested in another backup centre back because um, I mean I don't think Otamendi's title winning quality um, I mean obviously he won it he was in the team when they got 100 points but I feel like he was one of the weaker members of the team um, yeah And I feel like you need more than three centre-backs in a squad.
1: Yeah, especially for one that's challenging for the title, yes. And they've got Champions League. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be doing the uh, quadruple this season.
0: No, I, I can't say that. To be honest with you, I don't think any team will ever be able to do the quadruple. I just think it's impossible to fight on so many fronts. Like... I can see him winning the Champions League, but I can't see him winning all four trophies.
1: Uh, What did they win last season? They won Premier League. They won
0: Premier League, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, and something else, Community Shield. So they got four trophies there, but Community Shield doesn't really count.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, I think they should have kept Mangala. I think... He was on the loan at Everton last season, but he struggled with injury, so I don't think that was fair to judge him there. And he has been at Valencia before, and I think he was pretty—he was pretty solid there. So, on the left with three, and they loaned out that um, Philip Sandler, who was a young player that could have gone there. The next player I got is a uh, Henry Onyekuru. He's left Everton to go to Monaco for twelve million. Um, he wasn't. Ever had He couldn't have played for uh, Everton because he couldn't get a, uh, a work visa. But somehow they bought him for seven million and they've sold him for twelve. Despite never kicking a ball for Everton. Mm. Um, the next one is uh, Nasser Chadli. He's let, He's gone on loan to Anderlecht from Monaco, and Andaltec made some good signings this season. They've signed Nazri, Company, and now Chadli. Oh, and they've got... Um, mm. Bringing in some K. real Mar good Roof. Belgian talent there, andelect, Yeah, and they've got Kmart Roof as well. Mm. So, yeah. Um,
0: Are they in the they Champions League a... this
1: season, Anderlecht? They should be, yeah. The next one I've got is Omar Toprak. He's left Dortmund to go on loan to Bremen. I think that's a good sign-up for Bremen, especially on loan. I think the fee was €2 million. Euros which is really cheap. Mm. Um, good A lot of experience dependent.
0: with top rack.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and Bremen should be to, um, sorting out their defensive issues. But they've lost uh, Max Cruiser, who has gone to Turkey, I believe. So, I think they've, they've mm. chosen to strengthen their defence rather than their attack. But the international deadline is the 31st of
0: August. Yeah, so they've got That's time to bring in a replacement
1: mm-hmm. striker. we got got um, Jorgensen, who played for Huddersfield. He's going to have for 1.8 million. How, how does a relegated player end up in a Champions League side? That, exactly. I, that I mean. I can't, and, yeah.
0: and he wasn't even a standout player for him. I mean, not like he scored 20 goals for him. He's
1: a centre back. So that would have been impressive if he did that.
0: Oh yeah. Well Ferdinand's got like five hundred in Premier League goals, so
1: Did he? Somewhat Wait, how much did he get? He got a mental
0: amount of goals.
1: I think John Terry's the top two hundred defender, isn't he? Or it might be late in Bay he scores free kicks and pretty sure it's Terry actually. Uh next one we've got um an old older face. We have got uh, Shinji Kagawa's left uh, Dortmund to go to Real Zaragoza, two point seven million. I think that's a good acquisition for Zaragoza. I think they've just been promoted to La Liga, so signing having a good mm. uh, experience face like that, then look to chance to uh, stay up. Um, there was news yesterday that Vezey Schneider he retired.
0: Yeah. Um- a lot of Dutch players retired this season as well um, because Van Persie and Robin they retired as well so Mm -hmm. yeah I wonder if um,
1: Uh, the next one is they're going to
0: buy a house together or something
1: or start their own Dutch academy I was saying Hmm. Dennis Bergkamp he works at Ajax and he's helping with their academy which is an absolute gold mine so I think yeah I was about to say he's obviously
0: doing a good job
1: yeah. So if he, if they went to like PSV or, or Nord and helped with their academies, then the Eredivisie could be generating its cash just by the kids. Next player I've got: um, Maximilian Philip has left Dortmund to go to Dinamo Moscow for 18 million. He's left a Champions League side to go to a Europa League side. Um, the only fact I can think of is. Two factors would be more game time and uh money, um,
0: yeah, I mean um the Russian League's really throwing around a lot of money at players I mean obviously Malcolm recently joined Senate mm-hmm. um 36 so I mean, million. yeah, but I mean, in terms of wages, I think he's being paid six figures, so um Whoa.
1: that's
0: obviously gonna be a big factor if Philip's getting similar amount of money. I mean, he looked a decent forward for Bayern, but, I mean, the, he, he wasn't getting much game time, to be honest with you.
1: No. Um, in two years, he only played 35 games, which hmm. isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, considering all the competitions that Dortmund are in. And yeah. the last one I've got is um, a player who used to be on top of his game, is now having an absolute car crash, Saido Berahino has left Stoke oh, yes. to go to Zolta Varajem. Not Anderlet, not Club Bruges, not Gen, not Genk, but Zolta varagem <laughs> uh, And that's on a three.
0: Uh, well, I mean, Saido Berahino, like, that's a name from past, isn't it? I mean, obviously... His time at Stoke ended pretty poorly. Um, What's wrong? Yeah, he's left Stoke. It, it, it just—he's never to been action. able to get the impact that he had at Stoke. Like he's never been able to replicate that. So that's a mm, shame for him. Wasn't
1: he done recently for drunk driving or something like
0: that? Something like that. I know he was charged with art. Um.
1: In international stories, um, PSG beat NIMS 3-0. That wasn't the main story, because there were signs that said, Go away, Neymar. And uh, there are currently... uh, What's the the date today?
0: It is the 12th today, I think. So 19 days.
1: Okay, it says eighteen days. Does he land a move to Barca? Mm, I'm not sure because the play, the fans do not want him, um, and he's been left out of the side because he he didn't report honest with you. to training. Yeah,
0: to be honest, with you. I can see him making a move to Real Madrid. I think that's more likely than the Barcelona move myself.
1: Oh, my God. They're absolute <laughs> He will be absolutely booed at the camp now. Oh, yeah, my um, God.
0: I just feel like Real would be more willing to spend the kind of money that PSG are looking for him than Barca would. Um And I know there was, last season, there were a lot of rumours that he was off to PSG. To Real, sorry. Um, And I just feel like he's more likely to be landing there, especially after the recent signing of Griezmann to Barca as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I just feel like he's more likely to be landing at Real Madrid.
1: Well, Barca have been willing to offer players like Coutinho... Rakitic, um, there's a couple players that have escaped me, but yeah, they weren't. They can't. They were going to offer Malcolm, but obviously he's going to offer Zenit. So I think they might spend 100 million plus Coutinho and Rakitic. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I know the rumor was
0: Coutinho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Didn't he say he didn't want to go to PSG, Coutinho, or have I just made that up? Cause I think I remember hearing him say that.
1: Not sure.
0: But I think I'm, I might have just made that off my head, No
1: matter where Neymar ends up, PSG and Barca are going to win their respective leagues, with or without him.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, can
1: you see Arsenal in the Champions St- League? Barca or PSG? Well, I said Barca last season, but um. I might have to go with... I might go with Juve this season.
0: Ooh. Who do you say? Well, I mean, last season I said Juve, and I mean, they let me down. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, you can't really predict the Champions League because it all depends on draws, do not it? I mean, have seen... Barcelona could get drawn against Man City in the round of 16 and then one of them has to get knocked out. Um, if I had to say one, oh, I'd tell you what, I could see Man City winning it this season because I feel like Pep really wants that Champions League with Man City. So yeah, I think he's really going to go for it this season in Champions League, more than the Premier League because I don't think the Premier League will be that as close as it was last season either.
1: No. No, that's true. Uh, I'm gonna say Juve. No, nah, actually, I'm gonna go Barca because they've got Griezmann. Yeah, I'm gonna go Barca actually. Hmm. Barca, final answer. Stick with who
0: yeah. I went with last time. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I, I. I don't know. I just feel like obviously they've got time to address it, but I still feel like Barca. Do have too old of a back line? I mean, the key players are getting older. People like PK, and then you've got like Busquets. Like all the key players are getting older.
1: Right? Like, yeah, but they've they've um, that that Ar- Art He is brilliant. He's like their next Iniesta. Uh, have you ever seen him play? Um,
0: I've seen bits of him. Um, he, he does look good, but I mean, it's just like. I don't know, I just can't see Barca winning it. Especially after last season, like, the mental state of that team. After being 3-0 up and still not making it through, like, just... It, it just shows that they are bottle jobs. Like...
1: they yeah, have got Frankie De Jong, who will be coming in for, um... to be their next Busquets. And obviously he can get goals. Yeah, and, and
0: don't get me wrong... It, yeah, Don't get me wrong, he's a good
1: player, but I just feel like
0: I'm not sure if he's a Champions League winning midfielder right now. He definitely has the potential to be, but right now I don't think he is a Champions League winning um, well, when, when midfielder. When you've got
1: players like Lionel Messi, Randy, you are going to grow into something special.
0: Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he won't. Um I mean, two or three years, I think he will be a Champions League winning midfielder, I just think... Right now, he's not.
1: OK, yes, that's fair. I think, well, Busquets is still going to be their first choice. At the back, they'll have Langley, mm. Umtiti, Semedo and Alba. And Griezmann offers them something fresh if Suarez or Messi can't get it in the back of the net. If they land Neymar, I think then definitely there they'll be Champ sequence. Mm, I just can't
0: see it happening personally. I can't see him going back. I think it yeah, I think if he does leave, he goes to Real Madrid. you but he he'll be in the same position as Ed Hazar? Well I think they could go on either wing, couldn't they? I mean, especially if Madrid are looking to offload Gareth Bale. I feel like they could transition either Neymar or Hazard to play on the right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair,
1: yeah. Mm. Uh, and I could see some sort of swap deal sports. as well
0: going on with PSG and uh, with Hazard and Bale, because I feel like PSG really would be the only team willing to pay Gareth Bale's wages.
1: I don't, I don't think Gareth Bale is that that big of a player anymore.
0: No, I, I don't think he is either. I don't think he's worth the wages that he's on. But like, it's um, it's a fact that he's wanting 400, 500k, because that's what he's on at Real Madrid. So. And I mean, it's just come out a couple hours ago that the Real Madrid have offered him to PSG in exchange for Neymar. So I mean, I feel like we could see that deal happening within the next okay. few days.
1: Okay. Um. There's a couple more transfer rumours that I want to talk about. Um. Dejan. Yeah, well, Dejan Lovren is going to go to Roma. <laughs> yeah. um, Manolas replacement
0: that. for Roma, I'm guessing.
1: He's on Inter, I want to say.
0: Yeah, went to Inter.
1: Um. And because Inter have signed. Yeah. Um. Romelu Lukaku. They are going to try to offload Maro Bacardi to Roma. They want €60 million Euros plus Eden Dzeko. What do you make of that?
0: Yeah. Um, no, that's all. Have you got anything else for me? Yeah, I've right. well, uh, um, been going for just over an hour. Um, so... Yeah, I think this is a good time to stop. Yeah, I've got things to, do air. That thing to uh, the I'll plug. Harry at
1: the air.
0: Uh, I... Yeah, and you can follow me at iwgpchrisbfc, and you can follow the Anti Football Podcast at Anti footballpod um, That's it for this week. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see you when we can be asked to record the next pod.